to start so, over? Yeah, so make, I don't even need to say what we no. are because it's just the intro. Yeah. Why, why, who we are and why we think you would be interested in our podcast. Okay. okay. You, why don't you tell us okay. what we're interested in the podcast? <laughs> uh, I'll t- I can handle who I am. <laughs> All right. Three, <clears throat> two, one. Hi, I'm Danielle Renshaw with Ruffle Willow Floral Design. Sarah Shepard with Burdock Farms Weddings and Events. So, yeah, Danielle and I want you to listen in on our podcast to learn how to have the wedding of your dreams with a budget you can afford, because sometimes we all get on Pinterest, don't we, Danielle? We do, and and we want it to be inspired by other things other than Pinterest, although we love Pinterest. We do love Pinterest. So, (laughs) yes. Just listen in to us every week and hear what we have to share with you. Our, we have 45 plus years of experience with yeah. weddings, planning them, designing them, having a wedding venue, catering, cakes, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we are here to help you. We're uh, what we think are experts in our field and, and we want you to have your dream wedding without having the stress and the worry and being able to budget and afford it. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Now, you ready to do the podcast part? Yep. And I'm, since they're going to edit all this, I think we can just free range it. Okay. Let's just free range Because they'll tell us, right, if it sucks. Oh, right? yeah, they will. Okay. <laughs> Good evening. It's a new podcast, new day, and we're going to be talking about some exciting things. I've got Danielle here with me with, from Ruffled Willow. Hey, how are you doing? And, we've, of course, we've got Sarah with Burdock Farms. Yeah, we're both here tonight. Danielle, go ahead. Yeah, we've got a great guest today, so I'm going to let her introduce herself. So go ahead and give it a shot, Callie. (laughs) Hey, I'm Callie Foster. It's so good to be here. I'm a wife and a homeschool mom to four, and I also own Callie Foster Dessert Design, where I like to specialize in providing brides with their dream wedding cakes. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Sorry about that. (laughs) Let's start off the podcast right, right? We might as well. That's what we're known for. So, Callie, tell us about your business, a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Well, I come from a family who has always cooked and baked, and I grew up with a love for food so much to where I went to culinary school after I graduated high school, and I was able to work in a lot of events in the Sevierville area and get a lot of experience with events and stuff. So when did you bake your first cake? I guess around 2017 is when I started my business. I had a friend that was newly engaged and she asked me, well, she actually told me that I was going to make her wedding cake. So I kind of freaked out inside, but I decided the best way to be prepared for her wedding cake, which was about a year away, was to just start my own business. I put the word out to all my friends. I'm going to start making custom Birthday cakes, event cakes, whatever you need. So if you need a cake, come my way and I'll make it for you. So by doing that, I got a lot of experience with buttercream and the different techniques. And I felt a little more confident Yeah, by the time it was wedding day. So you got a culinary degree. Was there something specific that you specialized in when you got your culinary degree? It was baking. Was it baking? Yes. I was actually on a competition team and we would travel and I was the baker of the team and we would compete with our skills against other schools. That's pretty cool. So was your goal in mind to open a business? Your friend just gave you a push? Well, I had never really thought about it since I had several kids and all of that. 
it never seemed like a possibility, but yeah, she kind of pushed me and it gave me the confidence to start. It happens to more people than you know. I love that you're a, a successful homeschool mother because <laughs> we've talked about my homeschool endeavors on the podcast before. We have our days. I'm like you, Danielle. I would not have been a successful homeschool mom. So don't you feel bad at all? Okay. Some people are just more cut out. Yeah. My son's grades this year are not telling me <laughs> to not feel bad. <laughs> He's back in public school. And yeah, yeah. Um, so you're the second homeschool parent that we've had that is oh, running cool. a wedding business. Uh, Chef Tika was, is a homeschool mom as well with yes. Southern Bell. That's a lot on your plate. Oh, yeah. It's a lot to juggle. You have to stay organized and write every single thing down <laughs> in your calendar. Are you here in Hopkinsville or are you in... I'm located in Clarksville. Gotcha. And is your husband in the service? Is that correct? He used to be. He's a business owner also. So you all settled in the area. Yep. That's yeah. cool. We should really talk to your husband too, because he does marketing and advertising. Oh, he does. Social media. Digital marketing. You just now thinking about this, huh, Danielle? <laughs> I knew it. It just popped in my yeah. mind. We're growing organically, according yeah. to our podcast people. Thank you very much. We love our podcast listeners. But we'd like to grow expo- exponentially or whatever it is. We'd like some advertising. <laughs> we'll stop talking about your husband and have him on another day. But what are some tips you have for couples when it comes to wedding cakes and wedding desserts? The number one tip would be to book in advance. There's a lot of people that kind of put the cake on the back burner. They think about, oh, venue, photographer, caterer, florist. Those are all the big ones. Let's get those booked. And then they start working on their wedding cake a month or two in advance. And the professional bakers are normally booked by that time. And they're just going to have to settle for Walmart or whoever. So how far in advance are you booked? I have some booked for next December. Gotcha. So your suggestion would be as early as possible? As early as possible. As soon as you know your wedding date and you know the venue, it's best to go ahead and get the cake done. Do you require a deposit? I do. Right now, it's a $50 deposit just to hold the date, non-refundable. Oh, I think it's smart. Yeah. Even if they don't have any idea what they want, it's still better exactly. to call, just call you and book you, give you $50 and know that you're secured for their date. Yes. Then they can come back and talk to you a month before the wedding. Exactly. Right. That's a good idea. I know a lot of cake artists, that's what I call you. What, do, what would you call yourself we like to go by cake artists yeah it's pretty good (laughs) a lot of cake artists around here do require a fee for tasting is that something that you do as well yes i offer the consults which i normally bring three flavors Mm -hmm. and i charge 25 dollars. but if you decide to go with me if you book your wedding cake through me then yeah it just credits towards the cake total oh that's good i think it's a great thing when you charge for a tasting you're not being put out. Your money is being, of course, invested back into the business. But a lot of people think, oh, well, they've got to pay for a tasting, but you're consuming a good. So exactly. Yeah. And it also gives you a chance to meet on a more personal level. And the times that I've done the tastings, you really get to sit down with a couple and kind of form a relationship and get to know them. So it's just as important for the cake artist to have a relationship with the couple as it is anybody. Yeah. What's the three most popular flavors? Uh, Number one would be vanilla with strawberries and cream. People order that for everything. And I think they like it so much because 
I make strawberry preserves and mix it with a whipped icing. And that's just way less sweet than other fillings and just super good. The next one would be lemon blueberry with cream cheese. People really seem to enjoy that. And then you have your classic flavor vanilla with vanilla buttercream. You can't go wrong. A lot of people like to play it safe Mm -hmm. and go with that flavor because they figure all of their guests will enjoy that most. So this is totally off topic. Where are you from? I'm getting an accent. I'm from East Tennessee. Okay. I grew up in a small town out in the country. (laughs) Are you picking up an accent? Yeah. 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 What town? Rockwood, Oakdale. It just depends who you talk to. But yeah, it's really close to Knoxville. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. People like to comment on my accent. (laughs) Well, it didn't seem like super country. I don't know. I feel like sometimes here we are. But Clarksville has changed that for me. Yeah. I get made fun of and people can't understand me. So... What are you seeing like trends coming up, like as far as icing, decorating, like that kind of thing? You do some really cool, like unique cakes. Oh, thank you. One that I've been hearing is coming up. Okay. So you can see with clothes and hair, the 80s and 90s are coming back. I've been hearing that we can expect that with our cake designs also. So like columns and like pillars? Yeah, like, you know, the super detailed popped on royal icing look mm-hmm. from back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm fan. hearing. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> so I'll do that if someone requests it, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is the naked cake going away? Do you see it going away? It doesn't seem to be. Yeah. I mean, I still have a lot of those in the books and I just did one last week. You know, that look goes for so many different styles. Yes, so I agree. Yeah. I like a sleek, like plain. I do too. Mm-hmm. Look. But not fondant. Do yeah. you do fondant? That's what I was going to say. Talk I to us about I do fondant if it's requested. I prefer buttercream. A lot of people think that the only way to get a nice smooth cake and the sharp edges, you know, that clean, crisp look is with fondant. But if you use the right techniques, you can do the same thing with buttercream. Yeah. And you're not sacrificing taste. Well, that's good to know because I can't stand that stuff. Yeah, I don't like it. Horrible. <laughs> and if I had had it my way, I would have had a chocolate cake. I'm just letting you know. Oh, yeah. So when I renew my vows, I'll have you do me a chocolate okay. cake. All chocolate. I love All it. All chocolate. <laughs> so we talked about mechanics a little bit beforehand and lack of with some artists. Yes. So talk to us and tell us why should couples be concerned about the mechanics and what questions should they ask their baker when they're doing a consult? Well, you know, especially if it's going to be a large tiered cake, of course you want a moist cake, but you don't want it to be overly moist because those can collapse really fast. You want to make sure that it's going to be delivered cold. I know some bakers who like to keep their cakes room temperature, but I feel like the safest route is to keep it cold because that butter and the buttercream sets and as hard as a rock and it's going to keep everything together. And then you have your dowel rods for support in each tier. And on top of that, you're going to have your cake boards. So that just helps support each tier also. And they set on top of those dowel rods. And of course, you have the long dowel rod in the center to keep everything from moving and it makes it easier to transport and carry and and all of that. But the biggest thing for me is temperature. Keep it cold. Keep it in the refrigerator for as long as possible. 
And then you set it out an hour or so before the reception. So it'll be pretty. Yeah, because by the time you get there with it and set it up, it's already going to start defrosting. It's a good tip to tell your event planner or whoever's in charge of your timeline. And make sure there's room in the fridge. You know, you work with the caterers and all that. Or that there is a fridge. Or that there is a fridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's not July. In Uh, a barn. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So come talk to us a little bit about decorations, what you prefer to use as far as like fresh flowers, artificial flowers, sugar, gum paste, all those things. My favorite for sure is fresh flowers. I think they're unbeatable. They're beautiful. And normally if the bride is using fresh flowers, they're going to match with everything else that's being used. There's a lot of nice artificial flowers out there. You know, if you get a good quality brand, then you can pull the look off. The gum paste, that's also really pretty, but I feel like those should be saved for when you're wanting to get those colors that aren't natural for flowers or just, you know, this certain look. But my preference is fresh. Obviously, I agree. Yes, obviously. (laughs) Well, I have to say my daughter had sugar flowers they made they were absolutely stunning oh yeah they can be pretty they were it didn't even occur to me that that was an option or that was going to happen to tell you the truth because she did her cake herself she took care of all of it and she had a basket weave yeah on her cake which was really beautiful so it was a basket with these flowers oh my gosh it was gorgeous yeah something to keep in mind with that though some broads think that they're going to save money like oh you just go ahead and make them you're going to pay a lot extra for something handmade yeah yeah we did a smaller cake and then Uh had cupcakes for all the guests so it was a very small cake yeah so talking about saving money what are some tips that you have for clients to save money on their cakes well i found myself talking about this with every couple They want to be sure that everyone gets a slice of cake. They're so nervous about running out of cake. And sometimes they ask if they should order more servings. And I tell everyone, plan on at least 20% of the people not eating cake. You're always going to have those people that don't eat it, whether it's dietary restrictions or... They're just not cake people. Yeah, they're not cake people. Or you've had this huge catered meal. They're not going to have room for cake. And... That's just wasted money to have all of that cake left over. So I talk them down to a smaller cake or less servings and does save the money in the long run. And another option is to go with cupcakes. They're usually a little less expensive than even a sheet cake. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I would have thought a sheet cake would have been less expensive. Yeah, well, with how I price things. and Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I would rather have a cupcake because the way it looks. Oh, yeah. How it looks and it's easier. Yeah. You know, just pick it up and yeah. serve yourself. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I would have never thought to ask. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the tallest cake you've ever made? A five tier. Wow. <laughs> and that served how many people? Oh, gosh. Over 200. Wow. <laughs> well, did they have cake left over? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I didn't hear back about what was left. It wouldn't surprise me, though. <laughs> I have a lot of clients that want to do like a small cake for them to cut and then sheet cake in the back. So you're saying that it can be less expensive to do like cupcakes in the back versus a sheet cake. It could. Yeah. I mean, obviously each person is different. Yeah. And depending if they're wanting some type of extra detail on the cupcake, then I would have to charge more. But yeah. And then what's your thoughts on like dummy cakes? Um, I think they have their purpose. Okay. Um, I don't really know how it got out. 
that those are less expensive, like, oh, let's save money, let's have a dummy cake instead. Because once you factor in the cost of having to buy the dummy, I mean, sometimes the ingredients for a cake are less expensive than the styrofoam. Interesting. Yeah, especially when you get to those larger sizes. But you still have to cover it with buttercream or fondant. You still have to decorate it. And you have to charge for all of that. So in the long run, there's really not much of a difference with the price. I don't know if I've ever had a couple that had a dummy cake. I have. So you being a wedding planner, what is their thought process behind that? That is their thought process. That it's going to be cheaper. Uh huh. I think some cake artists have the dummy cake like already ready. It Maybe it's just like a white tiered cake and they maybe they put some decorations on it and then they have like sheet cake in the pack. Those clients I haven't talked to about their pricing. I don't know what their thinking was there or anything like that. I, I just know that I've had two. And they were the same cake artists, though. Interesting. And a lot of people do it, and it's like a slice right in the middle. So mm-hmm. you actually do slice a piece of cake. But the rest of it's done. Yeah. yeah, that way they still get their big wedding yeah. cake that they've always wanted. They get uh-huh. the looks. But then... You don't have cake that's wasted. I and see. most of those that I've seen have been like, Five to your cakes, like uh, large yeah. cakes, and it is easier to stack dummy cakes than real cakes. Oh, I'm sure much it easier. is. Doesn't weigh yeah. as much, I'm sure. For sure, and they're always used. I feel like a lot at styled shoots, definitely, yes. which is yeah. smart. I get that. I just didn't know that people had request dummy cakes. That's interesting. A lot of people want people to think that they have a lot of money or spend a lot of money, and maybe they don't. Okay, I think it's a show thing. For sure. I would also recommend going that route if you want to have your cake on display during a hot summer day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And you can just have it covered with fondant and not have to worry about it. And then you keep what you're serving inside. Or it's like they're doing a dessert bar. Maybe if they're having like pies and macaroon, you know, all those things. But they still want to picture an opportunity with a cake, a wedding cake. Yeah. Now that makes sense to me. Yeah. If they don't really want cake, but they want that look and that for the photo. Yeah. I had a bride, and she was a great bride, super sweet, but she had gone to a wedding. It was a friend of hers or a relative of hers, and each table had an individual cake at their table, and she was dead set on doing that, and I kind of had to talk her out of that. It was not going to be cost-effective at all. I kept saying, there's no way you can have like a little two-tiered cake for one table of eight and it'd be cost effective. You're going to spend way more money, and they ended up going with like the shooters and a small cake to cut. But I couldn't get it through her mind that just because it was a smaller cake, you're still going to have the cost of decorating each individual cake. For sure. Which I thought was a cool concept. Like maybe if you weren't going to go with a floral centerpiece and you wanted to put like a cute little cake on each table, Mm -hmm. that would be cute. And then who's going to serve it? Who gets to cut it and all that at that table? Yeah. And then do they cut it right? Because there is a certain way to cut it. And if they screw it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> then somebody might not get a piece. <laughs> There's so many things that you can do with cake. Uh, I follow Sinclair Moore. He's like a real big name uh, event planner and florist. Um, and he just did a wedding. And as favors, they gave little itty-bitty miniature versions of the wedding cake. And I oh thought, my Lord. wow, that would... And they were like all sugar paste or sugar flowers. I mean, and these, I don't know who the baker was, but it looked so realistic. Like I could almost not tell that they weren't real flowers. Wow. They were awesome. So there's so many cool things you can do, but just remember, you know, your budget and mine. Correct. We had one that had individual cheesecakes for everybody because they weren't cake people. Mm -hmm. And so they had 
cheesecakes and everybody got their own little cheesecake, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there was a cost behind that. I mean, yeah. that's not going to be cheap. Yes. And that seems mm-hmm. like there's a lot more waste involved mm-hmm. than a cake to me because, you know, not everybody needs their own individual cheesecake. I've had some weddings that they had no cake at all. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a dessert bar, like you said. Oh, yeah. That's mm. very trendy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about single large cakes versus like the smaller cakes, what kind of cost there is involved as far as like pricing wise, I guess. I do charge per serving per tier Mm -hmm. just because of all that goes into stacking a cake and keeping it safe. So it would be less expensive to get just single tiers Mm -hmm. to serve versus the large five-tier cake. Five tier cake. <laughs> and there's a lot of cute things you can do with the single tiers. They can all have their own separate design, but coordinate. Yeah. And when you display them on the table, display at different heights. Yes. And I mean, I just think that's so pretty. Not a lot of people do that, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah. That is like one of the trends that I think is coming back a lot mm-hmm. because it is very 80s style to have like the yes cake it risers. was yes mm-hmm. it was yeah. so what is something that you're wanting to do like as a creative what is something that you've seen out there that you would just like die to do and that's putting you on the spot because that's not one of the questions i ask <laughs> <laughs> well i don't really know what they're called the name left me but they're shaped kind of like a rainbow they're uh-huh. they're really tall I think those are, are so pretty. They're tall and skinny cakes, uh-huh. and you can decorate them with, you know, a stencil or all kinds of florals. And I mean, anything could pass as a wedding cake. Right. <laughs> but I think that style is just so pretty. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now. I don't but, know what it is either. You're going to have to show I'll, me. I'll show you. Yeah. I've been wanting to do like, I saw a cake artist and a florist work together, and they did a very sleek, modern, real th- slender cake that was like I said very sleek it was only two layers but they were the tall layers Mm -hmm. you know and then under it was like this big floral ring of like wildflowers so the cake like looked like it was setting in a meadow and it was really pretty and I think I've convinced one of my brides to do that next year that's cool I'm excited about that I I think the cake should have a moment I don't think it should just be a cake on a platter I think it should have like you know I agree it's a centerpiece yeah I'm definitely team cake I love a dramatic cake Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. You are spending a lot of money on a cake, so at least put it out there. Make yeah. it, you know, yeah. give it a nice runner, give it a, you know, a centerpiece, or give it some flowers on it. Make sure it, it has a moment. It's not just stuck back in the yeah. corner. Yeah. Yep. yep. We have a DJ that has pin lighting, yeah. and he's seen that. He pin lights the cake, which is, I think, mm-hmm. the coolest thing ever. It is, and that really draws attention to it. Yeah, lighting. I love that lighting can <sighs> oh, it can, can transform. Can it yeah. not? It uh-huh. really can. Yeah, I'm all I'm all about lighting as well. Uh-huh. I guess I'm all about everything. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, me too. Right? You just me love too. weddings. <laughs> I really do. I love to see what people create, I what their too. thoughts are, and how they envision their wedding. Did it come to fruition for them? Yeah. I, mean, I don't sit down and have that conversation with them, but you just kind of wonder. Yeah. And, and when you look at it, I mean, I think every wedding we've ever had, whether it's very simple or very ornate, they've all been beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's fun to see what a couple's vision come mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love making the mood boards and then seeing them at the oh, end yeah. and how it transforms. We don't do that with all of our clients, but, you know, some of our more intense planning clients, we 
create like mood boards for them and then we get to see it all come to life. It's a lot Very of fun. Cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah, that's smart. Do you have any questions for Callie? No, I think I did about the uh, icing trends. I know we've seen a lot of naked cake. Naked cakes, the rustic style with the texture around it. Rustic is considered very textured. Yeah, that, that's what I think. Okay. I mean, semi-naked could be considered rustic, okay. but, you know, the rustic texture where you just have the lines around the cake. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I do those okay. like several a month. Okay. And I don't see that going anywhere. <laughs> those are like hard descriptive words for me to grasp sometimes. When somebody comes in and says they want simple and rustic, mm-hmm. I have a hard time grasping what they want. I don't know why, but I have to have examples. Just yeah. show me what you uh-huh. have in mind right. and then we can go from there. Yeah. I, I do love when like brides will send me an inquiry and we book a date for a meeting and then they automatically send me their Pinterest board and it is really detailed out. Very and that helpful. does really, it is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinterest, like we've said so many times, it can be such a helpful tool as long as you're not just relying on that for your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Put some of yourself in there. Yeah, for sure. I think we've reached that time. Is tonight. it time for the horror story? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, we yeah. can't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> and that usually leads to more questions. That always too. does. It always leads to Are more Are we going to only tell cake horror stories? No, I'm not going to tell a cake one today. Well, you did. You've already done that. <laughs> uh, like a lot of them. I know. <laughs> Do you have any, Callie? Well, I had to think about that. And thankfully, I don't have a lot to choose from. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but the main one that sticks out in my mind is last year, I was working with a venue owner. She was acting as the middleman kind of between me and the bride and would send information back and forth. That's I already know who thing. she's talking about. Already in my mind, I know who she's that. talking about. I don't get involved in that. Not unless you're paying me to be your wedding planner. I'm not doing it. So yeah, there was a lot of lessons to be learned from this one. So she sent me a picture of like a fabric swatch. And it was this dark blue color that I got. So I matched the bottom tier of the wedding cake like they wanted perfectly to this color swatch. I get to the venue and I walk in and I see that it's not a dark blue color. It's a light blue color. And, you know, I feel like I'm about to die. What am I going to do? I wanted the bride to be happy. You know, I have to do something. Right. (laughs) So I headed back. I left. I made more buttercream. I came back with all of my supplies, all of my tools, and I tried to match the color while I was at the venue, which I matched it. I got it the right color. I covered the icing that was already on the cake. You know, I pulled it off. It was great. It was okay. That's great. So it was just really miscommunication kind of, but um, my lesson that I learned from that is that you do not accept pictures that people just take themselves because what happened here is I believe it was taken in a dark room or maybe her shadow was in the way and it made the color look much darker than it actually was. Yeah. And our computer and phone screen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was something that was texted to me. So now if someone wants to send me a picture, I'm like, it has to be digital. Mm-hmm. It's something you find online yeah. and you send it to me that way. So there's no room for mistake. Yeah. Wow. I'm super impressed that you were able to go Pull get that buttercream. Off. Oh, boy. <laughs> it worked out. Was the venue awesome. close to your home? No, it's 45 minutes away. Okay. Yep. That's good. It's crazy. Yeah. 
That's the kind of vendor you want, folks. She made it happen. She corrected it. You didn't even know about it. Yeah. That's the seasoned kind of vendor that you want to have. Yeah. That can troubleshoot for you behind the scenes and take care of things that you don't even know are going on. Yeah. Because a lot of vendors would have just dropped it off and said, oh, I'm uh, sorry. sorry. That's what I, you know, that's yeah. what I was told to I do. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's a great story. It is. What about you, Sarah? Oh, I mean, I've had a cake fall over like you have. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I quit recommending vendors. Not that I don't love all my vendors, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just quit recommending. I used to highly recommend people. And then when something would happen, it fell on me. So I recommended this person who was a baker, professional baker, gone to school, culinary school, the whole nine yards. I just don't know if she was having an off day or what, that the cake was horrible. And the mother was so upset. And she asked me what to do. I said, ask for your money back. I said, I'm sorry. I recommended that person and I apologize, but I would ask for my money back. Not only did it lean, the color was off. It was like a gray color. The decor looked like a child had done it. I mean, I was appalled. And I had used this person before. And they had never brought anything like this. It was almost like they delegated it to somebody else to do. Or they just were over it, you know? It was horrible. I'm not a professional baker, but I couldn't have left that. In my own mind, looking at it, I knew it didn't look right. Right. So how did she not know it didn't look right? Yeah, she probably knew. (laughs) So that's why I quit recommending certain certain folks. Because it all falls back on you. It does. It falls back on me. It does. And I will not be the go-between, Callie, between you and the bride. Thank you. This is not my wedding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because when we have weddings, I don't go down there. I don't make myself known. I text the bride and tell her everything's ready to go. Have at it. Have a great day. Get everything ready. If you need me, text me. The day of the wedding, I pop in unannounced. Check my staff more than anything. Right. If the bridegroom happened to see me, I give him a hug, tell him congratulations. But I just try to stay out of the way as much as possible. Even though I'm the venue owner, I just believe that you need to stay out of the way and let the professionals do their job. And my part was providing them with a venue and all that goes with that. So even as an event planner, I I don't usually the catering and the cake I will recommend, but I won't leave it up to me. Like they still have to pick their designs and things like that. I have a clause in my contract. I'll show it to you later on because it literally is vendor recommendations. It says business made from time to time as a courtesy. Our client make recommendations of vendors during the services. But then it goes on to say that I cannot be held reliable uh, for, see, for anything. I wasn't, smart en- I wasn't smart enough to put that yeah. in my contract. Yeah. I should have. You just hear so many things like that happen. You do. When I went to get my business insurance, I had to go to four different people before I finally found someone as an event planner because we recommend people. And that was the biggest thing. They would insure me as a florist, but not as an event planner because of the recommendations. And so... That's interesting. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is crazy. That is. How that works. Because so, like you said, it all falls on who recommends it. Does. It will fall back on mm-hmm. you. Yep. I felt horrible. I took full responsibility. I mean, I recommended them. So. Yeah. So that's exactly what makes, I think, us all great professionals is because we would have felt like that. They, we yeah. would feel that responsibility, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and the wanting to make it right kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Callie. Yeah. 
where can we find you? <laughs> where can we find you? Where Where's your social media, your website, anything like that? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is CF Dessert Design and Facebook is, I believe, the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm working on a website. So hopefully oh, I'll have that up you. and running soon. Yeah. yeah. Are you doing it yourself? My husband. He does stuff like that for other people. So I'll turn him loose with it. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Yep. What about you? Where can they find you, Sarah? They can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok. How about you, Danielle? Same at ruffledwillow.com, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yeah. Yep. You got some good TikToks, girl. I try. You really I are. I feel like I haven't good. posted that many here lately, though. Yeah. Mm. You're going to have to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> it's all about videos. And for it the really longest is. time, I, I'd never took any videos mm-hmm. at weddings. Yeah. So now yeah. I try to make a point to take more videos. This is true. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so like envious of like Hunter and videographers who have that content where mm-hmm. they can do oh, that, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, oh, organically. Yeah. And, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So we'll talk to you next time. Tune um, in. Our next guest will be a surprise. Yes. It'll be a surprise. Yes. <laughs> we keep saying we hope it's going to be the same sex couple, but it just never pans out, but it will. It, it will. will eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank y'all again for listening to our podcast. If you have any questions or any vendors that you would like us to talk to, send it in. Yeah, just go to Instagram and ask questions there. You talk to us through our Instagram account. So we'd love to hear from you. All right. Y'all have a good night. 